again, I'm guessing it's just a large man in a cat costume. <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. I hope that's the case. It's like a Wilfred situation. If anyone has seen that show with Elijah Wood, anyone? I don't know. Hello, and welcome to episode 14 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your little sister's best friend's school production of The Phantom Tollbooth Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about the theater nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. In today's episode, we're playing a game of theater mashed. Mash! <laughs> theater mash! The monster mash! The monster mash! I was working in the lab! <laughs> Late on <all> night! <laughs> Rachel, let's talk some theater mash or mash. Let's, do yeah. let's talk about it. People are like, what? What's going on? Okay. Guys, we're so, so excited for this episode. We can't wait. Yeah. Okay. So here at Theater Nerds, we love a good nostalgic game. Yeah. And today, yeah, it's so true. And today we are bringing out all the stops to play everyone's favorite sleepover party game, mash. That's right. That's Here we right. are. <laughs> all you millennials out there, you should know what this is because we all played it. Um, yes. Yeah. So for those who don't know, uh, this is how MASH works. There's, I think there's like a couple different ways, but this is like how Rachel and I played it growing up. I, I mean, again, it is quite positive. We definitely played this game growing up together. Oh, I'm sure we did. I, all, I, I remember playing it at least with some of your family members, if not you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my sister. She loves getting a shout out on this show. So yeah, shout out to you, Han. <laughs> um, but okay. yes, I definitely remember playing this growing up, you know, long car rides, sleepovers, all the things. Yes. So MASH technically, I believe, stands for mansion, apartment, shack, and house. Um, and so that was the essence of the, the beginning of, of the game. You had those four things in your one category of where you will live. And then you'd pick other categories, um, you know, such as your spouse, like who you're going to marry, um, who, how many kids are you going to have? Where in the world are you going to live? What are you going to be doing? What kind of car are you going to be driving? Yep. All of those things. And if you are, um, maybe male and you never played this game, let me tell you, you are most likely on someone's mash sheet. So you did play this game. You yep. just didn't know. You married someone. You ended up marrying someone that you didn't know about. You, you're you know, betrothed. You were a future spouse. <laughs> um, yeah. I also want to say we're not referencing the MASH TV show that was made. in the Also story. great. 
teams for Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. We're not talking about that match. So yeah. if you're here for that match, um, we'll link some other Come again next week. Maybe. <laughs> We'll talk about, you know, maybe we'll talk about MASH, the other show, on a, at a later date. But today, we're not talking about that. Uh, I love it. Uh, I hope someone's listening to this. So Yeah, someone um, else. <laughs> yes. So, and, you know, for those that did, you know, l- l- lads and ladies, I'm sure, you know, there are some some future women spouses on there as well. So, you know, whatever... Yeah whatever floats your boat it's all there it's all included it's all there yeah but we all you know all of us dreamed of you know living with your the spouse you wanted and in the mansion not the shack I just gotta say yeah no one wanted the shack obviously yeah so and you didn't want in an apartment if you had 28 kids that's you know? true that's true. Yeah. I think one time, like either a family member of mine or like me, one time one of us at least had like 118 kids. So <laughs> this is how crazy that game can get. Yeah. Wait, Taylor, I was going to ask you, do you remember one of the funniest or one of the best plays of MASH that you had? It's been so long. I really don't remember, but always, I mean, especially when we played it with family members, you know, they would always choose like people you had a crush on or like people yeah. were, like, or celebrities or celebrities. But it was, I actually thought it was more fun to do people in like your real life because mm-hmm. it was like, Ooh, we know these people. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, there was always the pot with celebrities. It's just like, Oh, this is fun. But with real people, it's like, this is, there's a possibility this could happen. <laughs> so um but maybe maybe not as well <laughs> so I, I don't know it's been so long honestly it's been probably like 10 years since I've played it so it's been a long time as of recording this it is my birthday I'm 26 now it's at least been since I was like 16 and even that I feel like is like maybe for I mean, again, as a guy, there weren't many guys playing this game, but <laughs> we, even though I was did do theater growing up, there weren't even a lot of theater guys playing this game. <laughs> so, you know, it was just me and like all these girls playing MASH, I guess. Um, that feels right. So it does. It, do, it actually feels appropriate. So, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, so I don't really remember. I don't know. Do, do you have one that stands out for you? She's nodding her head, folks at home. So. I have one that stands out to me that I cannot name because it also is about people we know about the spouse category. (laughs) And I just vividly remember that. But one I do, I do remember when for the location of like where you would live, if I got New York city, I would, I was like, yes, it was because I, I think you have to remember when I started playing this game, I certainly was in elementary school when those fortune you know teller things were really popular as oh, well yeah, like the cootie catcher or whatever or yeah what it was called whatever yeah whatever it was called you know the um, thing that you folded some archaic name <laughs> that isn't appropriate anymore yeah exactly uh that's definitely not yeah definitely appropriated so but anyway like and then you thought like this is what's gonna happen so it gave you that weird permission to like be like, well, it doesn't matter because I played MASH this week and I'm going to live in an apartment in New York City. Tosses hair, you know? So I think, you know, I think who that I also think funny. would love this game are the girls from Turning Red. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like all of yes. them would be like, oh, I'm totally going to marry so and so from Four Town or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I, the thing also is that, um, 
I liked when you played celebrities because it was just really funny, but it was really hard when your friends were doing it and they would pick people that they knew that you liked and other people they thought you should like, not to name names. I can remember a few times when that that happened and you Uh just like feel also embarrassed and you're like, oh no, am I really going to marry this person because mash told me i was like there's no scientific data behind this no exactly but then if it there definitely were times where you'd be like oh no is this gonna happen am i gonna have 100 (laughs) kids oh my goodness (laughs) oh oh my gosh so we're here to play a game adopted from that essentially um that will decide our hypothetical theater fate yeah. And we're so excited and we cannot wait to see how this goes yeah. uh, for us. So we, we've picked categories um, kind of similar to what we said before. Um, and we're going to walk through them and then we're actually going to play the game and see what happens. Yeah. So, and I do want to say up front, you know, I am married and I just want to say <laughs> that um, this is uh, my, my spouse approved. These, these, all these choices are, are spouse approved. So <laughs> Yeah, this is, we, we, I think we, we understand that this is silly and fun and not necessarily predictive of the future. So we welcome you to play along with us as well. We'll, we'll put the, we'll put the entire list um, on our social media and you can play as well and see what you get. Absolutely. We want you guys to play along. And so we'll put that on there as well. Okay. So Taylor, for the first category, which is often mansion, apartment, shack and house we kind of uh you know change some of those just a little bit would you tell the kind people who are listening what that category is absolutely so (laughs) (laughs) we for our again we kind of theaterized this a little bit here at the so for our mansion we have the delta new sorority house from legally blonde the musical amazing um, yeah, such a great you know so much pink amazing yeah uh, also clean oh yeah very, very, clean. Clean, very clean all right mm-hmm. and lots of dogs maybe I don't know. yeah mm-hmm. um the apartment is the i don't know if there's a name for this i guess there is i don't know the upper east the lower east side i don't know where it is the rent apartment <laughs> from rent um yes you know it's actually especially in the movie too it's like a really cool apartment it's like it's very Whose apartment cool. is it you know it's, that's what i wanted um, to know it's not mark's whose apartment yeah, it's mark oh no you're right it's um tay diggs character so anyway okay, that's, well, good it's in the east village just in case anyone in the wants east, to know oh wonderful okay wonderful. perfect big, big things happening there now yeah um, well yeah probably but this true. is remember this is when it's set so it's in the 90s yeah. Um, <laughs> the next okay, one, sh- maybe my favorite out of all of these, <laughs> I just gotta say, um, our shack is the barricade from Les Mis. <laughs> it's amazing. Terrible, but also what so funny. Maybe say minus the dead bodies just hanging out mm-hmm. on there. Or just pre-war. Yeah, pre-war. Pre-war barricade. And then our last one, which is the house, is the house from Next to Normal. Uh, which is near and dear to our hearts and also it's just three stories you know probably at least three bathrooms I'd guess um, <laughs> looks really nice suburban I think they're in they're in like Washington state right isn't that yeah right? yeah I think so it's yeah. somewhere so, on the all all good things case. all good things yeah okay so, Rachel, our, what's our next category tell yes, us yes our next category so that was the mash category mm-hmm. 
Um, the next category is time period. So when, when are you living in? Um, and this was a little bit difficult. So we have a few. Um, we have the 1920s inspired by quite a few musicals, but mostly thoroughly modern Millie. Woop woop. So if you're in this time, you will definitely be wearing great outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, our next time period is in the 1950s, which is when West Side Story is set. So that's when this, uh, when you will be living. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of things. Okay. Our next time period is biblical times. <laughs> inspired by joseph and the amazing te- technicolor dream coat so yeah, you're welcome for that time. yeah little tidbit there i was in that show rachel and i were both in that show together yeah. and i wore three skirts on stage so that was fun i love that yeah i love that uh, it was such a fun show okay and then um our last time period is 1891 which is when spring awakening was set so a little throwback to our last week's episode absolutely absolutely all right taylor what about jobs and occupations yeah our next category is the job and occupation category so we have um first up we have cosmetologist which can be represented in in the heights and legally blonde right paulette yes bend and snap uh, the next one is the uh, job title, which I don't know. Do we really want this one? I don't know. <laughs> Secretary of Treasury from Hamilton. <laughs> it sounds like. Yes. Who put that in here? <laughs> You'll um, never know. Our next one is a ghost or phantom <laughs> from Phantom of the Opera. You know, you're looking around. You're looking at people. Also, we put ghost in there. Just being a ghost from Ghost the Musical uh, yeah. as well. Is that a job? Sure. Uh, and then a hundred percent. It's a, <laughs> have you seen Phantom of the Opera? It's oh, a full-time job. I was meaning more ghost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like <laughs> I was meaning, I guess we get to do like some cool pottery scenes. I don't know. Um, and then last he sings thing, a lot. Yeah, he does sing a lot. That's a job. That's a lot. And then uh, lastly, we have a composer, which is for Jonathan Larson in Tick, Tick, Boom. Love it. Love it. It's some very uh, variations, yeah. I would say. There's a range going on. <laughs> of occupations. Yeah. Okay. Our potential spouses are Cogsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he have a full name? I don't know. I'm crying. Again, guys, we're really just doing this to please ourselves. So you, if you got, you know, this is just like. Cogsworth. Uh, Let me look up his full name. I am deceased because I put him in there. Yeah, but I just want to put I, that out there for the record. Rachel put this name in there. I did not choose Cogsworth. So um, Cogsworth is the first one. Our next potential spouse is Anastasia. Troubled, lost. We don't know who she really is. Can sing really well. Beautiful. Lots of things. Great hair. All the things. People are looking for her. (laughs) Amazing. All right. Our next one is Dr. Pometer from a waitress. Waitress. Great. I mean, listen, he may cheat on you. But he uh, <laughs> he uh, loves your pies. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> There's so much there that we can't unpack for for content's sake. 
Oh my gosh. And last but certainly not least for our potential spouses is Bonnie from Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie the musical. Parker, that's right. Oh, love it. Love it. Again, yeah. she'll, uh, she'll murder people with you. <laughs> Partner in crime. Yeah. Also, I just want you to know this is quite a range of, of potential spouses. So we can't wait. To yeah. figure out who gets whom. Yep. Yep. All right, Taylor, what's the next category? <laughs> Our next category for those, you know, playing at home, you should see this on your sheet, is neighbors. <laughs> and you guys might be like, what? I never put this in my MASH category. Well, today on Theater Nerds, we're putting it in our category. Yeah, you should um, from now on because it's a great category. It is a great category. <laughs> but uh, yeah, for all your middle school daughters, MASHes <laughs> moving forward, you better put neighbor Make in sure. it. Or else. Yeah, or else. Or else. We'll keep you in check. Yeah. Um, this, this first neighbor, again, this may is like one of the most inspired answers, I think. Um, Beetlejuice is our first neighbor. I mean, so great. I mean, <laughs> wow. There's, there's just, again, so much to unpack. We could just spend a whole episode just on that. Um, yeah. Next, we have Squidward from... Mm-hmm. Spongebob? Spongebob the musical. I don't know. Is that my, that's he my also, yeah, not only is he playing a clarinet in the musical, but he also is tapping with eight legs. So yeah. think about that as your neighbor. Okay, I'm Glad just saying. He's not in the spouse category. Um, <laughs> <laughs> True, me too. The next neighbor is the witch from Into the Woods. A lot going on and put a yeah. spell on you to not have a baby um there's just a lot um, gotta be careful for her but she also seems like Street. a lot so <laughs> true from the movie version or bernadette peters or, bernadette peters, or, or heather headley or all yeah so i mean if we're yeah i mean the actresses who play that character are 10 out of 10 but the character itself woof. yeah there's a lot <sighs> although yeah. a lot of free vegetables maybe i was gonna say the same thing yeah. so i don't know <laughs> wait <laughs> Uh, uh, also for reference for the audience we did go over these categories before the show started in order to try to laugh less um or pat ourselves on the back less and yet still i'm so sorry yeah you're fine this will definitely be the most edited out laughter episode we'll have (laughs) which is how it should be which is how it should be having lots of fun okay our last neighbor of the neighbor category is Donkey from Shrek the Musical. Yes. He'll, you know, make you waffles in the morning. Heck. He'll sing you songs, all the things. I guess everyone would sing you a song, but. <laughs> everyone would sing you a song. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah wow. All right. We okay. got two more categories, Rachel. So hit us up with the, the penultimate category. Yeah. The penultimate category, in our opinion, is location. So we know where, in what uh, physical space will you live, right? Like with the mash part, like what house or structure. Yeah. This is where in the world will you be? Where in the world? And, or not a the, world is <laughs> what you'll see. <laughs> or, yeah, perfect. So that leads me to the first one in our location. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> So that leads me to the first one in our location category, and that is a dust speck from Susical the Musical. The dust speck, yes. Yeah. Iconic, iconic. Incredible. We hope that 
we hope one of us ends up there because we love that. Okay. The next in the location category is Baltimore inspired by hairspray. Obviously what could we, we couldn't possibly go through location setting without that. Yeah. Next is Duloc. Welcome to Duloc. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, perfect. Okay. Last, but certainly not least is inspired by a show that is currently running on Broadway. And that is Gary, Indiana from the music man, the music man. That's right. Yep. Got to get those small town folks represented. That's yeah. Cool. We had to pick once again, a range. It was necessary. All right. Necessary. So Taylor, our last category, what is it and what's in it? Our last category um, for our uh, mash playing today is going to be pets. So we have a Ooh. again an, a wonderful range of pets from from different shows. So our first one, the OG pet, the classic, maybe <laughs> the one that uh, it's very popular right now. We got Sandy, yep. the Golden Doodle slash Golden Retriever. Who knows, Sandy from Annie. Um, wonderful such a oh yeah it just warms my heart and uh, next up we have the complete opposite of sandy uh we have you know something that starts out as a a lovely thing and then turns into a crazy thing it's audrey too from little shop of horrors everyone (laughs) as your second pet um so thirdly we have now this one i just want to put a i just want to say that this one confuses me too because rachel i don't know are are we saying it's like the care is it like someone dressed up as the character or is it like yeah i guess we could say that with all of these but i don't know or is it like an actual thing that it is i don't know but anyway the the last one was a plant that eats people as a pet so i don't really know so the, the third one here is, uh, you know, representing Rachel, one of Rachel's favorite shows ever. We got Skimbleshanks from Cats, the musical. Um, again, I'm guessing it's just a large man in a cat costume. <laughs> that's what I'm guessing. I hope that's the case. It's like a Wilfred situation. If anyone has seen that show with Elijah Wood, anyone? I don't know. Oh my gosh. I was more like thinking it was a cat with tap shoes. Either way works. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take either as a pet, to be honest. If anyone out there gets that Wilford reference, DM me on Instagram. Uh, Our last character here for a pet is Flounder from The Little Mermaid. Such a good one. That's a good one. So, so loyal, so loving. Oh. So loyal, so loving. All right, so that concludes our uh, our categories here, Rachel. Now, yeah. Rachel and I are going to play the uh, game of MASH with each other. And we're going to see right. who we win- end up with. And yeah. um, we will throw in some fun things here of us playing. But we'll catch you guys also on the other side. And you guys yeah. will find out our, who we end up with. Yeah.
Okay. Taylor. All right, guys, we're back. Cut Are you Rachel. ready? Oh, I'm so ready. Rachel's gonna tell me who I'm what my what my mash is. Okay. I'm gonna I wanted to spin a story, but I don't think I can. But let me try. <clears throat> Set in the beautiful 1950s. Ooh, okay. Ooh, inspired by West Side Story. Yeah. Taylor, who has a beautiful house from the next to normal house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> occupies the house on a dust speck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. In the 1950s. Yep. yep. That's all we wanted. Inside of that beautiful house, there is Taylor, who acts as the Secretary of Treasury. (laughs) Of the the dust bag. Um, Clearly of the dust bag. No other place. Inside of said next to normal house that Taylor lives in is his lovely pet, Flounder. Aww. I feel like Flounder would really get along with people on the dust bag, so that's good. Yeah. Good for flounder. Uh, un- good for flounder. <laughs> Annoyingly, though, but keeping in a similar theme as underwater animals. Okay. Our neighbor is, or Taylor's neighbor is, Squidward. Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, Taylor, as Secretary of Treasury, lives inside this house in the 1950s <laughs> on a dust speck with Flounder and Squidward next door with his lovely spouse, Anastasia. Oh, ah. yay! Honestly, yay. it was great, wasn't life. it? Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. yeah. All right, Rachel. Now let me do you, okay? Okay, I'm nervous and so excited. We're gonna end on a high note here with Rachel. I'm gonna, I'm gonna write so it down excited. too because I feel yeah. like this. I know we said at the beginning that this is not like fate. For us in the future, I do find right. this be super funny and great. And so I want to write it down. Yeah. No, this is, this is, um, this is canon. <laughs> this is Nick canon. Not to be confused with Kanan, which yeah. was also an option. Exactly. Okay, great. So we will start with, you are living in 1920s. Oh. Baltimore. Yes. Oh, Wow. So 1920s, of course, Thoroughly Modern Millie in Baltimore, Maryland. Wow. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what I should do next. <laughs> you are living in the barricade shack. <laughs> but in Baltimore in 1920. In, in Baltimore 1920s, exactly. In the shack, in the, on the barricade. I love that. Um, Amazing. Your pet... <laughs> In the house that you have. In the barricade. In the barricade. <laughs> is the wonderful singing plant, Audrey too, <laughs> that will serenade you and maybe, hopefully not, try and eat you. Oh, my um, While you're there, you know, in Baltimore <laughs> in the 1920s on the barricade with your pet, Audrey, you <laughs> are working somewhere near, hopefully, in the opera house as a ghost. <laughs> You know, just trying to um, just do your best to look over all the opera houses in Baltimore. I really, really, really 
can I, can I be a ghost of the barricade, even though I live there? Like, that's how I live there. That feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So that way, Audrey can't eat me. That's my workaround. Yeah. You're already dead. Um, yeah, so, I'm already dead. So as the uh, ghost of the barricade, your name <laughs> is, we actually, what's super fun about this, we share the same neighbor, Squidward. Wow. Oh my gosh, so we're almost neighbors. You we're and I. almost neighbors. We're somewhere on, you know, in your multiverse world, you also have. Yeah. So. Okay, good. Well, that's good. That's, we're connected then, somehow. You know, with all of this craziness that you live in, Rachel. This is a lot. This is chaotic. I know. It's a little chaotic, but. I know I'm a Gemini, but come on now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, with all this craziness and chaotic, you got your one true wish because you yeah. are to the one true Cogsworth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you both live happily in Baltimore uh, in the 1920s. Uh, I love this so much. Cogsworth and I, even though I act as a ghost, I mean, that's perfect. That's really, really good. It's really that's good. good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for those references playing at home, my mass scenario, I am living in the 1950s in the house, the next to normal house. I'm living on that dust speck life in that location. Um, I am the secretary of treasury in, in the dust speck world. I'm not sure what kind of, kind of, you know, currency I'm working with, but you know, we'll see. Uh, my pet is Flounder, uh, my neighbor is Squidward, and I'm married to the beautiful Anastasia. Amazing. Yep. Okay. Here's the recap. It's the 1920s. I live in Baltimore on the barricade (laughs) (laughs) with my beautiful pet, Audrey too. And um, I often work as a ghost or a phantom of the opera house or the barricade, depends on the day. Exactly. I, I too live next to Squidward and I live in the barricade with my lovely husband, Cogsworth. It's all we've both ever dreamed of. These, these two things. Yeah. I think what you said before of like, this is canon. Yeah. Yep. That feels right. <laughs> yeah. It feels right. It feels right um oh rachel gosh, i love that wow for playing this game of theater mash we want you guys to play at home as well so yes. we'll provide that link in the show notes so you guys can um play along as well um with us and um post on our, on your social media and tag us we would love to see you guys your um who you guys end up with what kind of life you guys end up with as well yeah exactly thank you taylor I know this was a ride and I loved it. It was yeah. quite a journey. Such a 90s kid nostalgic ride that we Yeah, went. it was good. It was great. It was good. Loved it. It was good. Thank you. All right, Rachel, let's talk character of the week. Yes, let's do it. Okay, so this is a segment where Taylor and I pick a theater character that we're feeling like for this week. So we take what we're what we have been feeling in general over the week and then We think about that and we find a character that maybe embodies or feels the same things we do. Yep. Just checking out what vibes we're feeling this week. Yeah. Absolutely. We would love to hear your characters. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week and you may get a shout out on an episode. Um, So Rachel, tell me who is your character of the week this week? Yeah. The character I chose for this week, to be honest, 
to assume that I am the same as this character is like just an I can't take that high of a compliment. It is not true. I am not. Um, but I feel like I've been getting things done. I, I made a little something happen for another friend. And, you know, I just was feeling, you know, feeling pulled together. I'm also wearing flower pants today. And that makes me feel mm. girly. And this person is definitely girly in my opinion, although most recently not played by a girl, but definitely has it together, makes things happen for others. And that's what I wish I was and also kind of how I felt this week so I am the fairy godmother from Cinderella yes oh I love that yeah wonderful oh yeah the fairy godmother who is married to Cogsworth yes (laughs) I I want to see that multiverse movie honestly that sounds that doesn't sound like a bad movie yeah it's possible it's possible anything is um (laughs) I love that. Well, my okay, Taylor, what about you? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's been a pretty like chill week this week. Um, it not much has been going on, you know. Like I've said at the top of the show, to, as of recording this, it is my birthday, so just spending the day, just chilling. Got to getting to record an episode of this show is so much fun. Um, but it's bitty, you know. It's it's bitty. Oh my goodness, I can't talk. It's been bitty boppity boop. <laughs> it's been a pretty good week and it's been really fun to just like chill and um you know what catch up on some shows and stuff like that so my character this week is someone that is pretty laid back he's very happy-go-lucky someone that was a little represented in our um, mash theater mash um he is lovable sometimes you know, annoying by others, but not, I don't think he's annoying. He's so lovable and, and just cuddly. It is Donkey from Black, the musical. <laughs> he's just so Yay! happy to love you. That's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Yeah. He's such a, he's just, he wants to be your pal. Exactly. You need a pal, Avenue, straight yeah. ahead. Don't yeah, let me go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, love yeah. it. Oh, Tay, great. I love that. And a little uh, with the fairy godmother. I mean, there was a fairy godmother. Ooh, there's a crossover. You got a crossover. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Perfect. Yes, in our multiverse movie. Um, <laughs> our own. Our, yes, own. our very own. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com. Or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thank you.